0: Hello, I'm Grongy McGuire and this is Chantelle Faduchin-Pate. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up.
1: We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were gonna make it. Every week we're joined by a
0: celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember
1: the the way way they they were. were. What are you
0: getting together with this week and what do you want to break up with
1: now you'll notice grania that normally when you ask me this question every week i tend to bring up either the weather or pubs because mm-hmm. i like that that's an number one topic of conversation in this country it's one of my favorite things about being in england but this week i'm sorry i have to actually go off piece and go to the core of what this podcast is about because what i'm shipping this week what i'm loving this week is the greatest celebrity couple to hit us since i would say angelina and billy bob and you know what angelina and Billy Bob mean to me You this is they lightly. are they are definitely a future the way they were people this flame is burning so bright it's going out any second yeah. it might already have gone out by the time this podcast comes out I'm of course talking about Megan Fox and machine gun Kelly that's oh. what I'm about this week have you read the interview have you watched the GQ question couple question quiz thing they're incredible I'm obsessed you know some people like, are excited about succession coming back or like everyone's watching squid game no all I'm watching is their <laughs> couples Quiz every single day, morning and night, I am obsessed with them. I love them so much. What are your thoughts on Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox?
0: I didn't know there was a video interview. I read oh. quotes from the interview where she said,
1: "Apparently, he sort of appeared, and she he said appeared something in like plume of smoke." <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "You smell like weed." They say this on the video as well, and he said, "I am weed." And then he disappeared <laughs> in smoke once again. He had no face at the time. Their souls were not meant to meet that night. She says that in oh god, you, they're amazing. They're so
0: incredible. The thing is, and I don't want to be MacDuff at the feast of this celebrity romance. Yeah, a nice little <laughs> Macbeth reference to the they But I did love what was her ex-husband, Brian?
1: Brian Austin Green. Classic Dave. That. David, sorry, from Beverly Hills, now 2 and 0, the OG.
0: I just liked how ridiculous and weird it was that they were together.
1: I, mean, I liked them, but then in hindsight, he was like 30 and she was like 18 when they met and it's very weird. And so in yeah. hindsight, it's not quite as much fun, whereas this is just pure fun and we haven't got long with it this has got maybe 12 months tops in it left it's already been almost a year so we have to enjoy this while we can anyways I don't want to go on and on about it. I could literally spend the next hour discussing them there I just cannot wait but they'll be on this podcast again soon they will break up and then they'll be on here again soon so but I'm just saying please you when we finish recording this you need to go watch the GQ couples quiz at least three times in a row what about you what have you been into this week it's not going to top them but good luck good try
0: it won't (laughs) Although one of the genuine highlights of the year, I was talking to a Spanish friend and she had not heard about Hilaria Baldwin pretending to be Spanish. So I got to share that with an actual Spanish person and watch her confusion and then just pure joy watching the video clips of Hilary Baldwin, aka Hilaria Baldwin, forget
1: English words for things. So she'd never shows. seen it before. She'd, she'd never, never seen it before.
0: seen it before. Oh,
1: I, that's great.
0: I mentioned it and she went, what? Who's that? And it was the happiest I think I've felt since lockdown started. So what's I the word? I got to tell her the whole synopsis.
1: Is it cucumber that she claims she can't remember the word for? Oh,
0: yeah. How cucumber. You say, uh, How you say uh, cucumber? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you lucky thing to share that with someone for the first time. Oh, that's yeah. good.
0: What I'm sad about this week, what I want to break up with is Halloween is coming. And I love Halloween, but I always get annoyed afresh when people don't realise Halloween is an Irish
1: festival. Oh, tell me more. I thought it was just pure it, pagan vibes. Exactly. Irish people, the original. The, the oh, original gee, the pagans. Truzies. Yeah. We gave it... To America. We kind of, I mean, you walked with it so we could run. You were the Angeline and Billy Bob to Halloween and we were the Megan Fox and... Jingle Kelly. (laughs) Colton's his real name, actually. You'll learn that in the interview. But yeah, we really ran with it. Y'all did well. Tell me more about your Irish Halloween traditions. Teach me.
0: I'm very happy that it's doing so well. It's basically like an Irish-American has really thrived. But it just annoys me when English people go, Ugh, Halloween. uh, it's an American thing. And I go, no, it's not. It's Irish, but America really good at it.
1: We are really Basically. good at it. Sorry, we are really good at it. But we just
0: gave it to you. And it's a bit like Colin Farrell. You guys took him and made him sexy and cool. And we're happy about that.
1: Yeah, we do that. We we'll take things for. I mean, we gave you guys... We gave all of England Ruby Wax and Reginald D. Hunter. So, like, you're welcome. And we yeah. didn't have any of that shit. So we just took Halloween for But from now on, I get bored of everyone blaming Americans for why Halloween's so shit in this country. Because it's just only bad in this country in comparison to how great it is in Halloween movies. Yeah. And I hate to break everyone's bubble here, but it is that good in real life as well. It's not one of those things. It's not like slumber parties where they're never that fun in real life because no one that's naked and having pillow fights. Halloween is actually bad better in real life than it is in the movies it's that great (laughs) like we really kill it but i'm glad that now i can always come back and say hey listen you guys started this ireland started this we just kind of ran with it
0: i remember going up in the 80s and like watching that's that's already sad
1: just growing up in ireland in the 80s already i'm on the verge okay go all the joy i had from megan and (laughs) machine gun kelly is gone now now we're in ireland in the 80s i'm cold it's wet oh groin is there she's sad all right gone we would watch
0: halloween american films obviously and we'd see all the costumes and we were like oh my god next year i'm gonna have a proper Halloween costume. And then two weeks <laughs> beforehand, we'd be like, okay, we want a proper costume. And we'd get the exact same thing a mask
1: and a bin liner. That's what we That's, always have. It's always raining. You haven't got a choice. <laughs> yeah sometimes the classics are the best i've been threatening to go as a ghost old school style white sheet with two holes for eyes for years i've never done it no one does it no you'll never ever ever aside from in movies you never actually see anyone in just the sheet with eye holes one year i'm gonna do it it is the best costume you haven't gotta wear any makeup it's so simple this might be the year going this could be it let's both do it we both go as the ghosts of relationship past that was me tying it back into the podcast you see what i did there the way they
0: were. Are you ready for our amazing guest? She is a comedian, a comedy writer, a broadcaster. The amazing Fifth Grasgup. <laughs> Buenas tardes, chicas. Que tal? Oh. <laughs> so I'm very excited
2: to be here. I'm oh. loving the premise of this podcast. I think this is what we all need to be talking about at the moment. I love this topic. I'm not going to reveal who it is because no, I know you can't. That's I have to part guess part of the thing, but. I hadn't realized quite how closely connected I was to this couple <laughs> before I started researching this. And it's actually quite a deep thing. I realize you've hit on a real nerve here. We weirdly do attach ourselves to these people's stories, often for reasons inside our own lives at the time when they first came to prominence. And looking at the dates involved here and what was going on in my own life, really? this is a whole kind of this is your life waiting to happen. So
1: there's a saying that your favorite band when you were like 13, 14, 14 is your favorite band forever, really. I feel like the couple you were in love with when you first fell in love with a celebrity couple, that's the kind of love you'll always be looking for for the rest of your life. (laughs) That's the relationship you'll always be trying to achieve. Do you feel that way about this couple, whoever they are? I do feel that way about this
2: couple, I do. And there are many aspects to their lives that I wish to emulate. And I'm never going to give up hope.
0: So as we usually do, we are going to give you some information about the year this couple got together. So the year is 2002. What was happening in the year 2002? Well, the nation was mourning the death of the Queen Mother. Lance Armstrong was disqualified for cheating in the 89th Tour de France and Hal Berry became the first black actress to win the Academy Award for Best Actress. History was being made in many ways. This iconic couple fell in love. Chantel, any guesses?
1: He always give me these like, random facts about the year, and I'm meant to just guess the celebrity couple. They're never useful hints. Not one week have they ever been like, oh, he was in this and she did nothing. It's just like, oh, this was a year where a bomb went off in Beirut. Any guesses? It's like, no, I have no guesses. Just 2002. Okay, again, it's down to me to ask the questions that should have been answered by these hints They got together in 2002. Okay, are they actors? Are they actors? Yeah, uh, some
2: Would question the use of that term, but factually speaking, yes. Okay, are they both of equal fame level? This is a crucial question for the entire discussion of their relationship,
1: but yes. Are they both the same nationality? I'm gonna say yes. And is that nationality American? Yes. Is it a straight couple, boy and girl? Super, super heteronormative. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. The pressure. I'm gonna give you one clue. Two words. Gobble, gobble. Oh, okay. J-Lo and Ben. This is Benifer. The recently rekindled Benifer, of course. Yay! Now one of my faves. Oh, God. Amazing. Okay, let's go. I was going to give you the
2: clue she used to have a little. Now she's got a lot.
1: That was a good one. She's just from, She's the girl around the way from the block. This is great. Let's go. Let's get involved. This is amazing. I'm excited. I have a lot to say about these guys. Especially with the okay. recent... You must be so excited, Viv. I can't tell you how
2: excited I am. <laughs> I didn't realize how excited I was until it happened. If you know what I mean Like I hadn't been Hanging out for it It's the Covid twist None of us were expecting Right I'd forgotten all about Benifer totally. and, and my obsession And my love for them And the deep connection That they have to my life But now it's come back in And it's like I'm reborn
0: 2002 What is going on In Viv's life You're walking down the street You're in your boot cuts You're in
1: your An hip hugger ethnic, boot cuts
0: You know Maybe you've got a boots on So I'm
2: going to take Like a little bit Before 2002 1998 Talk to them. J-Lo stars in Out of Sight with George Clooney. Ben the, Affleck is nowhere to be seen. Nowhere right? to be seen. Especially it, not
1: when they're in that trunk together. You can't pass him within that trunk.
2: That's a great movie,
1: by the way, oh, if people great,
2: haven't seen underrated, it. underrated, isn't it, yeah, babe? It has stood the test of time. And at the time, she is trying to reinvent herself as an actress. She's mostly known as a singer. No one's really taking her seriously as an actress. However, I have been to see this movie. Why have I been to see this movie? Because I'm on the first date <gasps> with the man who <gasps> was, went on to become my husband <gasps> to dun, 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 dun. whom I am still married 21 years later.
1: Oh my God, the love stories collide. Okay. Yeah. So
2: I felt a connection with Jennifer <laughs> because I had been to see this movie that was obviously like a big turning point in her life for her. She finally gets taken seriously as an actress with this movie. It's the first time I ever go to the cinema with my husband. Obviously, then I'd only known him for maybe like five weeks or something. Oh my so goodness. I have this connection with JLo. So I'm starting to follow her life like we're slightly in sync. There are many similarities starting oh, to definitely. emerge. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you know, yeah. she is very unfortunately... Um, she's actually older than me <laughs> like, I mean she looks like about 25 years younger than me But I know. She, I'm 48 she's 52 Ben Affleck is waiting in the sidelines he's a year older than me so he's 49 now so I sort of regard these people like as my peers So your peers and yeah and I'm looking to them like you know how do you live a life when you're at this age and you're looking for the right person and all of this so anyway I'm connected to her throughout of sight I'm starting to follow her career and then 2001 she's on set with this dreadful movie which I instantly haven't seen Li, so she's on the set of Li, which is this I have mo- seen it uh, t- not that bad comedy. Oh is it say. not that bad okay maybe i can bad. watch it That's where the two of them met the movie was a sort of famous turkey and I had sort of taught myself as a JLo fan to avoid certain cultural entities in order as not to poison my love for JLo which involves ignoring most of her career let's be honest JLo's career has not been as great as JLo herself for much of the time. Anyway, really so is. they meet on set in 2001. She's extricating herself from various other marriages, relationships, et cetera. And then 2002, it goes public and Benifer is born. The and I was reading changes. up on this and, and people seem to think that this was the first celebrity portmanteau. No.
1: I don't think it was. I think it was Brangelina. I think Benifer predates Brangelina. In fact, I think Benifer is the first one. So they invented so much. Not only do they basically invent love, let's be honest, they also invented the celeb name Portmanteau. Then they
2: rapidly invented the most inevitable part of this, which is just the whole thing just crashed and burned really within 24 months. Everybody hated them. It tanked both of their careers, like his worse than hers. I was always really sad because I felt like there was something genuine there. And you know, maybe this was based totally. on the fact that I was believing that my own relationship, which has incidentally turned yeah, yours out to was be genuine, genuine. So were right. I was sort of thinking it can't be. We're following the same path. It can't. <laughs> it
1: can't be wrong. I can't believe how short it was. In your mind, does it feel like it was like five years to you? I can't believe it was only two years. It feels like they were around forever. So before we go into
0: the reads, let's go through a little journey down through their respective romantic histories. Jennifer Lopez, she has had quite a few boyfriends before she meets Ben. She is married from 97 to 98 to... I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, O'Jani oh, Noah. And this is what I love. They have the most, like, Hispanic American royalty way of meeting. They met when he was working as a waiter at Gloria Estefan's
1: restaurant. Just great.
0: They got married, but then they divorced, and she made him sign a court document that meant he's not allowed slag slagger off in the press. Which I'm quite impressed by. So then, from 1999 to 2001, so only a year after her divorce, she starts going out with P. Diddy. Great, great moment
1: this was as well. She's
0: just becoming famous. They're on the red carpet together. She's like his ride or die girl. He gets arrested. She like goes to prison with him for the night. Lots of drama. She wears the
1: famous green Versace dress. They
0: break up in 2001, September of 2001 She gets married for the second time to Chris Judd, her dancer on the set of Love Don't Cost a Thing. (laughs) And this is what I find weird is they get married in September 2001. I mean, that must have been a weird wedding reception for many reasons. Yeah, that would have been rough. So they split up in June 2002. But don't worry, our gal didn't stay single for long because that's the year she started working (laughs) with Ben Affleck on Jeannie. Ben, his romantic relationship, he was going out with this girl, Shayad Rothman, his high school sweetheart. He mm-hmm. dumps her for a little lady you might have heard called Gwyneth Paltrow. They date for two years and then JLo lo enters his life. She's been married twice by the time she meets Ben Affleck. She's a marrying type. She likes to be
2: married. But she was, I would say, best known then, though, for the whole P. Diddy episode.
1: And yeah, I the think, night in
2: prison. Yeah, and the sort of matching long to the floor fur coats and all the bling and wearing a ridiculous trilby and all of that kind of nonsense. She become very closely associated, I think, in a lot of people's minds with that kind of image, and I think that really poisoned the potential purity of the truth that is benefa, which was, mm. you know, many years later it was to become recognised as a bona fide a truth but I think they didn't really stand much of a chance because after everything that happened with P. Diddy and that being such tabloid fodder also anybody who's watched the recent Netflix stuff around Britney and all of those other documentaries that come out now of how women were treated Jennifer Lopez was right at the heart of all of that Mm. she was just seen as this kind of really tacky piece of arm candy so Mm. nobody could see through to the purity of the real romance that was going on
0: This is the timeline of this their relationship so December 2001 she's a newlywed they start filming Geely April 2002 Ben pays for an advert in the Hollywood Reporter to just publicly oh, yes. declare how amazing JLo is to that's, work with right oh, I'll never have a love like this
2: <laughs> my yes. husband was sadly lacking On this front, he's ever given you a full page advert saying how amazing Viv is. No, I've never had that. He hasn't even like taken out just an email advert in the Teddington local news where we live. In fact, I might suggest him that he could do that. He could probably afford that.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't Um, be that much. It sets
2: the bar high, doesn't it?
0: Really does. So, again, they're still not publicly dating. Then what happens? July. J.Lo lo files for divorce from chris judd november of that same year ben stars as J.Lo's los love interest in the video for jenny from the block we're
1: gonna have to spend a good 20 minutes on that alone <laughs> so there's a lot to get through <laughs> which nobody else spent more
2: than 20 minutes on the concept and the production of that but oh, yeah there's so
0: much
1: there go on they have
0: I they've know. had no anniversaries and
1: they're on the yacht he's smacking her bush no, he, he kisses it he pulls the string oh. of the bikini that's the thing he pulls the string and then kisses her butt they're looking at themselves in the tabloids at the gas station. They're showing how the paparazzi is taking a picture of them, and looks like they're in an argument. she just has a headache or something in her eye. Oh, it's a whole meta commentary on. Oh, and she's wearing these like little pedal pusher trousers and the newsboy cap as well. <laughs>
2: it's memorable though.
1: Every when SJP outfit, in Sex and in the you City. S-
2: you see it in your mind's oh, eye. It's
1: clever. It is locked in there, and it's it stands up. That video slaps today, and, and the song is great, and he looks great. He never looks better. The, the way they were.
2: Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin.
1: There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart.
2: And Jermaine Penham. I pulled two birds and I went home. Which is nearly a proverb. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club that's less Jane Austen, more Charlie Austen. Every week on the show, we track down and read another footballer's autobiography. And you can listen to us right now by typing Football Book Club wherever you get
0: your podcasts.
2: Don't you think that this is what Taylor Swift does now and everyone realises that she's being ironic? that she's parodying how she's seen by other people, the box that she's being put in, and everyone gets it. But back then, I mean, I don't know if the irony was really there or I'm just imputing
1: it because I have goodwill towards them. (laughs) To be fair, in Taylor's defence, no one gave her enough credit at the start. It's only now, literally this year, everyone's going, oh, we get what she's doing now. But yeah, with J-Lo, that video, she is, they're both commenting on the paparazzi furor around them and how absolutely ridiculous it is in a really great way by just showing this is all complete fake like when he gives her the diamond earring back and then the snap of the picture so it looks like he's proposing to her and stuff and the fact that they recreated the yacht picture this oh my god they're just incredible they're just writing the rule book
0: think about like where they were in their career so ben affleck i feel like his relationship with j Lo was like when he went from being the nerdy sort of cute guy from goodwill hunting to oh he's like a film star out because he kind of got bigger he lent into like i'm super good looking
2: yeah he got dubbed around that time as the world's most overexposed actor that became he the title that he was given because he'd done goodwill hunting armageddon shakespeare in love that's how i met gwyneth Pearl Harbor. He was kind of going towards like the next Tom Hanks or the next Tom Cruise. Yeah, well and the J-Lo thing just came in the middle of all of that. And I think that any irony or cleverness that they wanted to try and reclaim, it was kind of doomed.
0: So Viv, it's 2002, you get a phone call, Ben and Jenny are inviting (laughs) you and hubby right. What do you imagine date night with Ben and J-Lo being in their pop? in the The summer of 2002
2: 2002, well I was definitely you see this is again why I thought that we were on the same wavelength because in 2003 I had my first baby so I who's now nearly 18 I got married in the year 2000 and so around that time I would have been probably wanting to have like one last hurrah before I'm kind of getting pregnant and becoming a, a parent and I would have loved to just rock out with JLo and Ben I've never taken any drugs Gronya knows me quite well and she knows I'm the sort of person who would never take any drugs but if Ben and JLo came round, I'd be sniffing cocaine off her butt in a heartbeat <laughs> and the trajectory of my life might have been very different so I'm I mean very to be sorry. fair they didn't knock on the door
1: I think you and JLo have more in common than you realize. but I would bet a lot of money that JLo Lo has not taken any drugs. Well, yes, yeah, she, a drug she is gal.
2: famously clean, which is yeah. why the whole P Diddy thing was incredibly weird. Yeah. Around that time, she was encouraging this view of like, "Hey, I'm just so crazy. I'm punk. I'm a rock star." Yeah, there's but in reality, that, no. yeah, her
1: current that girl's um, like one champagne at Christmas, and I'd say it every yeah, year. Yeah, That's yeah. The, the end Alex
2: of it. Rodriguez, who was the one before, oh, God, we'll Do we have to get to him. This. He said she hadn't had an alcoholic drink for ten years, and. And that, yeah, that she, I can, I, she's not. she sleeps I can 12 that. hours a night religiously. That's her I religious mean, secret.
1: Affleck, that's a whole different story there. So you could have partied with him. He would have gotten you drunk yeah. pretty fast.
0: <laughs> so, Viv, it's just you and Ben Affleck hitting the town <laughs> and then waking up the next morning and j like making you omelettes with just egg whites. Egg white omelettes. Always
1: egg whites, yeah.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> would smoothies. have had my first protein shake made yeah. by j if only things had been as they should have been.
0: They make the Jenny from the Block video. Then, November, J-Lo releases her third album featuring a song called (sighs) Dear
1: Ben. Oh, that whole album is just all killer, no filler. It's just (laughs) remarkable. (laughs) November, Ben and Jen are officially engaged.
0: (sighs) This is how the engagement went. In J-Lo's words... It was just a blanket, a quilt of rose petals (laughs) all over the entire house. So many candle and vases, bouquets, and my song, Glad, was playing as I walk in. And I was just (laughs) overwhelmed. I wasn't expecting it. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then read a letter... With all the reasons, he loved J-Lo. And J-Lo said, And I cried a lot. I've cried a lot over sadness over the years. And for the first time in my life, I cried incredible, purging tears of happiness. It was the most cleansing feeling and the most wonderful feeling I have ever had. So December 2002, they filmed their second film together. That's it. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Then... August 2003, an asteroid is heading in J-Lo and <laughs> It's the release of Gili. It is a big flop. The reaction to it is so bad and the press backlash against their couple about how overexposed they are is so bad that in September 2003, they postponed their wedding, oh. blaming media attention. We knew and what then... that was,
1: the minute you postponed the wedding. And
0: then January 2004, Bennifer is officially no more what do you think went wrong it's weird i think now looking back on that period
2: because you know i mentioned before about that britney spears documentary which really gave me pause actually i'm a little bit older than you beautiful young things and i was working in magazines and newspapers as a writer in my 20s and that would have been at the height of all of that and i can remember how people used to talk about virtually any female celebrity And it was definitely a contrast between the way that women were talked about in comparison to men. And it was just so grotesque and at the time it was just so normal to treat these people like commodities like they're a cartoon it's all a joke they're so pathetic they're not real people who cares about them except obviously we do care about them because we can't stop talking about them and using them to to sell papers and magazines the whole thing was pretty gross and you look back on it now and especially if you see that footage of that time of how people were hounded by the paparazzi like before mobile phones this isn't the era when people were only just starting to get mobile phones so it was a very different time then and people's attitudes towards the tabloids were only just starting to turn and i think in that context you know the benefit it just didn't stand a
0: chance so we know they broke up january 2004 but what happened for love's young dream after that well j said, My relationship with Ben Affleck self-destructed in front of the entire world. It was a two-year thing for me until I picked myself up again. So you would think, oh, so obviously it took her two years to get <sighs> over Ben Affleck. Oh, well, not really. Because <laughs> her and Mark Anthony got married in June 2004. So five months later, she gets married to Latin superstar Mark Anthony. They're together for 10 years they have two beautiful kids. However, she has since said that she knew very quickly that their marriage wasn't the right thing. How did you think about that, Viv? Because they were together for ages. Did you suddenly sort of think, oh, maybe I was wrong? Maybe Mark was the one to grind her and make my Jenny happy? Weirdly, I think I
2: was so betrayed by the failure of Bennifer that I sort of then forgot about Jennifer Lopez for a really, really long time. And she didn't come back onto my radar until the whole kind of American Idol period. And then I became really interested in her again and I realized what an amazing person she is, an amazing businesswoman and what a kind of survivor she is of that whole Hollywood machine. She's incredible. I mean, she looks so incredible as well. She's such a testimony to like human Endeavor of like, no, I refuse to age. No, I refuse to go away. No, I refuse to lead a normal life. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want and I'm going to have my bum looking exactly how I want it whenever I want. I mean, she's just incredible. Chantelle, is Mark Anthony
0: famous in America? Because he's not very well known here.
1: There's been a lot of revisionist history when it comes to Mr. <laughs> Mark Anthony in terms of how big he was in America. Because I can tell you, no. Mark Anthony in North America was not big. Don't come at me and be like, oh, he was big in like South America. I know he was big in South America. Great. But most North American people, if they're being truly honest with you and not trying to pretend that they were cooler than they actually were, he was not a big, well-known guy in the mainstream. He was obviously very big in the Latinx community. He had a lot of Latin Grammys at the time. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate that. But to try to pretend he was like the same equivalent of J-Lo. He just hadn't broken into England. Bullshit. He had not broken into America, man. He was not a big dude. Because he was so huge in Latin America, he was so massive, he kind of came into their relationship as though he was on equal footing with J-Lo, which just really pissed me off. Because I'm like, you are not as big as J-Lo. Stop trying to trick us. It's not going to work. We know you're not as famous as her. Cool it. So
0: after she spits from Mark Anthony, there is a brief little romance from January to February of 2017 with... Drake. I don't know if this is true, but I want to be true. <laughs> Apparently, in an attempt to woo J-Lo, he decked an LA church up as a Wonderland-themed prom oh, where they so were crowned Drake. king and queen. Oh, God, of course he did. <laughs> Jesus. But Drake has to go on tour. And while he's gone, J-Lo meets a certain little boy called Alex Rodriguez. So Alex
1: Rodriguez, again... He's famous in America, isn't he? Sports famous, but he's not well-liked. He's never been well-liked. Number one, baseball is not a big sport in America. No matter what baseball people try and tell you, it's not. He's from the third sport in America, really, after basketball and football. And I know he's not a well-liked guy. J-Lo never seems to be single. You've been with your husband for a very long time. Have you seen (laughs) J-Lo?
0: So, well, this is another great
2: similarity that J Lo and I have, and you've seen me, so you can see why I've never had a single day in my life, and neither has she. And when you look like this, you just don't stay alone for more. The than The queue a few, begins to than, form before I even a few got rid of
1: the last one.
0: There have been years, there've been nearly decades of my life as a single lady, and I've had friends who are like, "Oh, I just keep meaning to say single, but then I just end up going out with people." And it's like, which witchcraft is this? I mean, it must be quite exhausting to be J-Lo's friend. God bless Leah Remini. I don't know how she does it. It must be. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and Scientology, that woman has had a work she really,
1: she really has been through a lot. <laughs> J-Lo and Scientology, which was more exhausting? That's what I want to ask her.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, J-Lo, after she breaks up with Ben, she's in a decade-long marriage and it's the same with Ben. Yeah. He breaks up with Jennifer. Then he finds another Jennifer. And in 2004, gets married to Jennifer Garner. They are together for 11 years. They have three children. Then, just put it this way, a bit of a messy divorce. A little bit of an overlap with his next serious relationship. Saturday Night Live producer Lindsay Shuckus. He's with her on and off for five years. Uh, that long? Uh, in, Yeah, on and off for five years. But during that time, he does have a brief fling with the Playboy model, Shauna Sexton. That's right. I love this. The duo called it quits after they travelled to Big Sky, Montana together. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Lots of people call it quits after they've been to Big Sky.
0: Yeah, literally. This is too overwhelming. So they break up, finally, 2019, and then he dates Were you from Viv? March 2020 to January
1: 2021, Anna de Armas. Oh, Banana, that was a great time for all of us. Were you fed of Banana, Viv?
2: No, no. I was still, like, waiting in the wings for fate to intervene and the true thunderbolt to strike once again.
1: Even the cardboard cutout of her on his front lawn? Come on. <laughs> that is a celeb couple going for it.
0: I'd love with them, they always seem to be photographed walking drinking coffee and her laughing hysterically oh yeah she found she was him always f-
1: laughing i don't know what he said to her but it was just relentless she must have never heard a joke before in her life so he was just like knock knock what no shut up like she just couldn't take it. like everything he said she's blown away it was just incredible i think but him being with her you know that thing that they say when you fall in love with someone in the beginning you're kind of falling in love with yourself because you're seeing yourself through their eyes you start feeling really great about yourself again and thinking oh i am hot i am as beautiful as I think I am. And I think he needed that from Anna. He needed that sort of boost of confidence after going so downhill with the drinking and the, all the videos of him drunk outside nightclubs and then got really bleak in Benville for a bit. Yeah. And I think he needed that boost from Anna. Basically, without Anna, we wouldn't have had J-Lo and Ben back together again. I'm saying he needed that nine months of feeling good about himself again to become a man enough to be with J-Lo. So you should be thanking Anna. She did us all a service.
0: Well, so it's interesting because usually, Viv, we end the podcast by saying of the splish, who thrived and who survived. But we've got an epilogue, don't we? Because J-Lo, she's in lockdown with A-Rod. It's not going well. Ben, he's just getting his life together. He's been through rocky period. This glamorous young actress is making him feel his oats again. And then something quite special happens. At the start of this summer, oh, so <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck are back together again in our time. We did it in our time. It's real. <laughs> Where were you when you saw the pictures? Where were you when you <laughs> Actually, found out?
2: <laughs> that is funny, isn't it? Because I don't know if I have an answer to that question, but I can picture myself and the expression on my face of just pure... Surprise, shock, delight, joy, the sense of worlds colliding in a way that none of us had predicted. I love the way that it's also a potential COVID conspiracy. You know, there's still a lot of mystery about how coronavirus escaped from China and spread around the world. Well, you know, Jennifer Lopez, we've said she's a woman like no other human being. She has powers. Of some kind. And it was COVID that made sure that she did not marry A-Rod. They kept having to postpone the wedding. That's right. Um, And in the end, because of COVID and postponing it so much, time elapsed. Ben's life took a turn, her life took a turn, and they were thrown back together again.
1: Who do you think got in touch with who first?
2: Oh, well, he is supposed to have got in touch with her. He is supposed to have sent her emails saying that she looked really amazing. Email as well. What a yeah. sent
1: someone an email? Not even a text, a formal email. Yeah, well,
2: no, I, I identify with that. These people are my age. He's, yeah, he got in touch with her and then didn't they go to Montana? Doesn't Montana figure in this story?
1: They did. They took a little trip there. but He went there again with her. They were seen at the airport coming back and that's when everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening. And then we saw the balcony pictures and him wearing the watch that he gave her. And then the, once the yacht photos came out, it was all hell broke loose. The yacht photos were something else. That was Christmas for us. None of us got Christmas last year. We fucking got it when the yacht photos came out. That was incredible. <laughs> True that.
0: Viv, do you feel confident about... This time it's gonna happen. What do you think they've learned? They've both been married, they both have kids, they're both famous, but they're not that white hot flare of publicity. Do you think they now stand a chance? Yeah. I
2: feel it's like that song. This time, maybe it's gonna happen. Like, I I really, (laughs) really believe in it. I have to believe in it. And I was looking up before I came on to speak to you today and checking like the latest. And there are people and sources and friends of who are starting to leak the possibility of them getting married it's starting it is starting and they have to I really feel like we need this it has to happen Gronje very elegantly drew out that sort of parallel history that they had in the time that they've been apart and they have had similar experiences they have both become parents around the same time they had relationships of the same duration you know she's turned 50 he's about to turn 50
1: because all the pressure is gone as well now you know there's no pressure to have kids they're not these young Huge, great big wedding It'll still be a big wedding It's a whole different world they're in They've done all that stuff now like They can just kind of be chilled a bit more about it Do you think they'll be married by the end of next year? Oh,
2: definitely Maybe married by the end of this year
1: I, What are they waiting for? Like, what are they waiting for? Saving I, the money? Like, I, come on, what are we doing here?
0: If we know J-Lo And I think we do know J-Lo She will be married by the end of this year It could be somebody she hasn't
1: met yet <laughs> But she will be married It could be Harry Styles Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Pete Davidson, is he single? Yeah, Pete <laughs> Davidson's always around. He's always there <laughs> as a fallback. No, don't destroy the benefit dream. I'm with you, Viv. I have, like, to the point that I would be sincerely, earnestly shocked if they split up anytime soon. If they split up 15 years from now, different story. But if they split up in the next year or two, I'd be sincerely, number one, genuinely upset, like take a day off work, upset, and really shocked. It really blew me away.
2: The crucial thing is that they don't embark on any artistic projects together. Interesting, that is very crucial. And right. I, oh, that worries me a little bit. I think he might direct her and that would worry me because, yeah. you know, you can't mix business and pleasure. That That's rarely the... works
1: out, yeah.
0: What I'm calling it, they will do a sketch about Gili too. On SNL Oh yes Yes I love that
1: What they need to have Happen with SNL Is he needs to have A film out to promote To be hosting it And she needs to get Some fucking music out So she can be The musical guest Everyone will watch And they'll Yeah they'll have One sketch together Just one <laughs> That's a genius idea going Have you been on the floor to Lauren Michaels yet
0: Well I just hope His ex no longer Works on
1: the show That's dog oh God, of course Oh that's <laughs> problematic Isn't it Yeah that's not going to Be top of their list Is it Apparently she does Oh well They can put her Professionalism above that She knows like this she needs to get ratings up for the culture
2: i don't know there's ratings and there's your ex-boyfriend is going out with j-lo i know what i'd do (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I just
0: think after all we've been through as a globe, J-Lo and Ben Affleck getting back together is what we deserve. It
1: really is. They really know what they're doing.
0: Well, what we like to do with our guests, because we think if you've got a favourite celeb couple, you're very good at matchmaking. So we have a great friend of the podcast who is sadly still a single lady. So we like to ask all our guests who you think she should go out with next. So, Chantel, do you want to pop the yeah. Yes, this is
1: an amazing, amazing woman. I was just re-watching one of my favorite films of her recently. She's a triple threat. I'd say quadruple quintuplet threat, if you ask me. She is incredible. I'm sure you are a big fan, Viv, as well. But she somehow never found a man, I think, to really meet her. So, she's single presently, still looking amazing, giving J-Lo a run for her money, to be brutally honest. Who do you think could get with... Share.
2: Well, I have to say, I did enjoy the pairing with Andy Garcia on the Mamma Mia movie.
1: Ooh. Maybe we could make that a real like. life
2: thing. I found that so hilarious because in it, he plays her love interest. She's supposed to be somebody's great grandmother. It's crazy. It. And he plays her love interest. But in real life, he's about 30 years younger than it's her. It's about time that happened. And I thought, was like, I thought, yes. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Everybody's always complaining that there's always a 60-year-old man with an 18-year-old woman. And like, Cher was like, I'm not getting down with that. I want Andy Garcia. But I wonder if. You know how Bill Nye is supposed to be going out with Anna Wintour?
1: Yeah, I'm not a massive Anna Wintour person. But
2: maybe we could find a kind of Bill Nye equivalent for Cher, somebody who's British and. Yeah, she's um, never done British, I don't think, has she?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking
2: yeah. who would sh- maybe Hugh Grant, actually.
1: Oh good. Yes. Hugh, Hugh Grant and Cher. Hugh Grant and Cher. <laughs> if she's the... going for it. They can come out, they can debut their couple to him at Bennifer's wedding.
0: Wouldn't
2: that just be the greatest thing ever? <laughs> I mean it Hugh, would be Hugh great. Hugh Grant and Cher got together.
0: It would be. And then Liz Hurley. I could imagine him being really camp around her and being like, oh well. Mrs. is a star. Yeah. Yes. I think he quite like that. Yes, they. it would be
1: great. Yeah, she needs someone who's not going to take her too seriously you Can kind of like call her on her bullshit and stuff, you know? She mm-hmm. can't be with somebody who worships her too much. She needs someone who can kind of take her down a few pegs.
0: He'd be like, oh, love, get off yeah, Twitter. Yeah, exactly.
1: Come on. That's a good one. That is a good one, Viv. I like it. What
0: would be their couple portmanteau? Oh, that's not great. Hair. Her. her. <laughs> or Shoe. Chew.
1: Chew. chew, yeah. Either one ain't C-H-U-G-H. brilliant. C h u g h. Yeah, Chew or Hair. It's not a good one. She doesn't. Her name doesn't lend itself very well to portmanteaus. Maybe that's the problem. Actually, that's why she's single. It just never works. Cheru. Char- oh, Cheru. I like that. Cheru. That sounds like like a, yeah. a French patisserie bun or something. That's nice. Fifth. Where can we find you on social media?
2: For all the latest on my news and the Benefer story, which I'm going to just make myself the unofficial Benefer correspondent from now on. I am at Viv on Twitter and Instagram. Probably I'm really an Instagram person more than anything now because of JLo's activities on there. I have to be up to date and my podcast is called how to own the room and i have to say i've had some great guests on it like hillary clinton and margaret atwood but my oh. dream guest would be of course jlo so if she's listening in an open invitation anytime you want love
0: you'll be a sympathetic audience exactly
2: and i mean who doesn't know how to own the room like as much as jlo you know she is the room
1: the Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email
0: us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com at gmail.com
1: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening.
0: Until the next time,
1: goodbye. Goodbye. The The way way they they were. were.